Thank you for downloading a sermon from the Chapel of the Cross. The Chapel of the Cross is a welcoming, growing, and historic Episcopal Church in Madison, Mississippi. I hope you will join us on Sundays for worship at 7.30 a.m., 8.45 a.m., 11 a.m., or 5 p.m., with Sunday school for all ages at 10 a.m. I also invite you to connect with the chapel online at chapelofthecrossms.org. Again, thank you for downloading this sermon. I pray it will enrich your walk with Christ. May God bless you, and we look forward to welcoming you and your family to the Chapel of the Cross. Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, no one can enter the kingdom of God without being born of water and the Spirit. I speak to you in the name of one God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. I really enjoy a glass of ice-cold lemon water. I especially enjoy it during the hot summer months, which are fast approaching. I am often ribbed by certain members of the staff here who shall remain nameless at the Chapel of the Cross because at any time I will have a lemon lying on my desk ready to be sliced and added to my ice-cold lemon water. Recently, I received a thoughtful gift from the rector, a lemon preserver. I had no idea such a thing existed, but it does and it has come in handy. Our bodies need water, however we can get it. I recently read an article that said a large percentage of the population is chronically dehydrated. So I add lemon to my water to make me drink more of it. I don't like too much lemon, but just enough to offer taste and cool refreshment. Water is important, and not only to our bodies. If we return to our second grade science studies, we recall that 70% of the earth is covered by water. It is essential for farming. It is a habitat of many beloved sources of food. It refreshes us, cleanses us, nourishes us, and sustains us. Water is a basic human necessity, a basic human right. Our belief in Christ constitutes that we also believe that every person should have access to clean water. It is that important. That compound of two parts hydrogen and one part oxygen is vital to ensuring health. As I said already, our bodies need water. We cannot live without it. We take water for granted until a pipe bursts and our world is turned upside down as we are left to the mercy of whatever the local store shelves have available. Just ask the folks in our capital city if they have enjoyed their weekend without water. And who remembers the drought we had a mere seven or eight months ago and the frustration and the ripple effects that drought had on many things we enjoy? Water is important. Water is essential. Water gives life. Water is also dangerous. 
As water has the ability to give life, it likewise has the ability to take life. It is powerful. We have seen footage of massive floods on TV that sweep away everything in its path, rendering people homeless. We have seen mudslides on TV that also destroy everything in its path. Both of these disasters are capable of taking life on a grand scale. I remember as a boy watching the creek rise with heavy rains. The true power of water is captivating, awe-inspiring, especially when you see it wisp away trees and logs and other objects as if they were only twigs. Many times I received a stern warning from my parents not to venture too close to that rising creek. The power of water is amazing to behold. The same substance, the very same substance that flows safely from the faucet can be that powerful. The same substance that spills onto the floor and is wiped up with only a swipe of a paper towel can be that cataclysmic. Water can be a good thing or it can be a bad thing. It can nourish or it can devastate. It can give life or it can take life. In the early centuries of Christianity, Lent was a season of preparation for those seeking baptism. Though the purpose of our preparation has somewhat changed, baptism is still at the forefront of the Easter joy for which we prepare ourselves in this season. Baptism finds its roots in Easter, for in baptism we are assured of our own Easter, that we too will rise from death just as Jesus did on that first, first day of the week. Of course, water and baptism are inextricably linked to one another. And as we make our way through parts of John's Gospel this Lenten season, we will hear stories about water, its power, and its life-giving abilities through the Spirit. Today, Jesus talks about water and the Spirit to Nicodemus a prominent member of Jewish society who comes to speak with him, perhaps on behalf of a few other prominent Jewish leaders who are secretly wanting to know a little bit more about this guy from Nazareth. Jesus has done some good things, some great things, some amazing things. He has performed some miracles, which Nicodemus refers to as signs. And so Nicodemus' interest is piqued. But for the sake of his own skin... He goes by night under the cover of darkness. Just as baptism takes us from darkness into the light of Christ, so Nicodemus ventures himself out of the darkness and into the light of Christ. What then ensues is a Q&A session with Jesus in which Nicodemus is quite confounded. Poor Nicodemus. Nicodemus focuses on the physical while Jesus speaks about the spiritual. Nicodemus focuses on things earthly while Jesus speaks about things heavenly. This is the source of Nicodemus's confusion. While Jesus is speaking of being born from above, Nicodemus is thinking about entering the womb a second time. While Jesus is speaking of the spirit, Nicodemus is focusing on the flesh. Jesus and Nicodemus are on two different pages on two different wavelengths. In the Christian tradition, 
Our baptism underlies this passage. Our baptism is the elephant in the room. We believe it is our baptism which answers the questions Nicodemus poses. It is our baptism from which we are born from above. It is our baptism from which we are born of the Spirit. So far, I have spoken of water giving and taking life in only a physical sense. However, the same is true in a spiritual sense. In the waters of baptism, water takes life and water gives life. Our old self dies in the waters of baptism. There's a spiritual drowning of our old self. And then we rise from the waters, born again in our new life, in our new self, in Christ. This baptismal theology is best expressed when someone is dumped during baptism. We don't find that often in the Episcopal Church. But when one is dumped, you can actually see them disappear into the water, dying to their old self, drowning to their old self, and then rising from that water in their new life in Jesus Christ. Last May, Sarah and I had the privilege of standing at the font of St. Mark's Episcopal Church in Houston as our niece was baptized on Pentecost. We had been asked to be her godparents, which required us to go to the church the day before for some baptismal instruction. What the priest said struck a chord with me, and I will never forget it. He said that we should always remember the day we were baptized. We should remember that occasion and celebrate it. If we even know or perhaps remember the day we were baptized, its anniversary passes from year to year with maybe, maybe a moment's acknowledgement if even that. We should remember our baptism and we should celebrate it. We should make a big deal out of it because society would rather we forget it. Society would rather we forget our baptism. Society would rather we think our baptism is not important. So remember your baptism. Remember when you were born from above. Remember when you were born of water and the Spirit. When you pour that glass of ice-cold lemon water, remember your baptism. When you knock that cup of water all over the table at a restaurant and it spills all over your pants, don't make a scene. Remember your baptism. When it rains and you are caught without an umbrella, don't cuss. Remember your baptism. When the storm rages all around you, Remember your baptism. When you hear the waves crash, powerful and mighty, into the beach, remember your baptism. When you see water, remember and celebrate your baptism. Remember when your old life was taken and your new life in Christ given. Remember when you were marked as Christ's own forever. Remember your baptism. Amen. Amen.